be reading from Psalm 61. I'll be reading verses 1 through 8, the entire psalm, and then we'll be turning to 2 Corinthians 4, verses 7 through 10. Hear my cry, O God. Attend to my prayer. From the end of the earth I will cry to you. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you have been a shelter for me. A strong tower from the enemy. I will abide in your tabernacle forever. I will trust in the shelter of your wings, Selah. For you, O God, have heard my vows. You have given me the heritage of those who fear your name. You will prolong the king's life, his years as many generations. He shall abide before God forever. Oh, prepare mercy and truth which may preserve him. So I will sing praise to your name forever that I may daily perform my vows. In verse number 1, he says, hear my cry, attend to my prayer. Verse number 8, he says, so I will sing praise to your name forever. It starts with tears, but it ends with a song. It may have started with tears this morning. But before it's over, it's going to end with a song. 2 Corinthians 4, 7 through 10. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Always caring about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. Look at your neighbor and say this to him. I may feel overwhelmed. But I'm not. Point at them. I give you, I give you permission. It's, it's, we don't usually do this, but it's okay. Point at them. I may feel overwhelmed. Come on, say it like you mean it. Because we've been here and we are here. I may feel overwhelmed. Now say this part with, with, with conviction, but I'm not. I, it's not about how I feel. It's about what I know this morning. And I know what I know. And what I know is that greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. I know that he that is for me is greater than he that is against me. Would you put your hands together and clap them to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords this morning. What a good God. Now look at the person that you didn't tell and say, I'm serious, I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not 
That's right, Brother Trammell. You may be seated. I looked up the word overwhelmed in the dictionary, and it simply means to surge over, to submerge, to engulf. And so I looked up and I tried to find the biggest storm, the biggest waves that I could find. And this was the biggest waves because it is not only one wave, but it is multiple waves that are crashing down on top of each other. This is not crashing down on the shore. This is in the middle of the ocean. Waves that have been so brought to such a place from the winds and a storm that they have reached such a level that there are waves beneath them and the waves atop of them are crashing down and they have become to the place that we can look and we can say they are overwhelmed. To overwhelm means to defeat completely to do it decisively, to affect deeply in mind or emotion, to completely overcome or overpower in thought or feeling. We have all felt this way at some point in our life. We have all felt overwhelmed. We have all been to the place and we have all made the statement, I feel overwhelmed. We have probably even said the statement so many times, I feel overwhelmed, that it went to the place that we just simply said, I am overwhelmed. We believed it because we said it so many times that our feelings became fact. Our feelings became what we believed instead of what we felt. We felt overwhelmed and we believed that we were. We have that feeling of things that are beyond our control. We've all felt the feeling of defeat and not knowing where to turn or what to do. We've all felt the weight of not being able to be in control. We've all felt the despair of loss. We've all felt as we've looked around and and we've all felt that feeling of just saying, and feeling I am not in control I am overwhelmed and guess what if you haven't felt that get ready because you will have a nice day the altars are open because we're all going to have those feelings in life we are not there's not something whenever we come to Christ whenever we come and we repent of our sins and and I'm sorry whoever it is that preached that message but if it, there is not some magic pill that you take whenever you come down to the altar and you repent of your sins and you're baptized in Jesus name you're filled with the holy ghost there's not some magic pill that you just all of a sudden you don't have feelings you don't have pain you don't have life you don't have those times of feeling overwhelmed. It just doesn't happen that way. I've heard preachers try to tell us that way and and when you walk in there they've got all of these happy stories and when you walk out you haven't been moved but you've been inspired because they make you think that if you're living for God everything is daffodils and daydreams and then life hits you and you're wondering am I really living for God or not? Because we're going by feelings instead of experience. 
and we have the feeling of being hit by wave after wave and just as we as soon as we think that we have got our feet planted on the ground as soon as we think that we're stalwart and secure another wave comes and it knocks us to the ground and we're looking around and we can't get our we can't get our bearings because we're overwhelmed and the waves are knocking us to and fro and the feeling is I'll never get out of the situation that I'm in and the feeling is I can't find my direction and the feeling is I don't even know where I'm at and the feeling is I'm overwhelmed nothing about being overwhelmed feels good never one time has anybody ever walked up to me and said hey I hope you feel overwhelmed today. If they did, I'd I'd have to pray for them. (laughs) Had a pastor, he was a big guy. He said I'd offer him the five-fold ministry, you know, and he's a big guy, and I'm not big enough to offer them that. But you would have to wonder where their relationship is with God or or whether where their mind was because no one in their right mind wants you to feel overwhelmed if they've ever felt overwhelmed in their life because overwhelmed is not anything that anyone desires. And and if our feelings weren't enough, we begin to look around and, and we look at our surroundings and everywhere that we look, all that we can see is trouble. I look to my left and all I can see is uncertainty. I go over to my right and there's nothing but family troubles. And, and everywhere that I look, I, I, I look behind me and I see, I see a past that, that everybody wants to remind me of. And, and I see things that I can't get away from. I, I see things that are constantly reminding me. And, and in front of me, I see things that I can't control. And everywhere I look, it's something else to remind me that I'm not in control. And oh, it's not enough that I've got the feelings but I've got the looks and I'm looking around and I can't find hope I can't find a place of rest because not only can I feel the waves but I see the waves I see them as they're coming my way I see them as they're coming and I know there's another one that's about to hit I know there's another one and I'm doing everything I can to brace myself but I've got the feeling of fear and I'm watching it as it's coming my way and all I can do is wait and watch because I'm overwhelmed right in front of us the media makes sure that all we see is fear, racial tension, hatred murder, you name it if it's evil it fits in their agenda it's headline news breaking news I I have an an app on my iPad that it will break in and it it will even put up and I've I've actually stopped it. I've blocked it so that it doesn't do it because it will pop up and it will say breaking news and it's, it's, it's never anything happy. It's, it's never anything breaking news. Greg, you just won the lottery and you didn't even play. It's, ne- it's, ne- it's never anything happy. You know, I, in fact, well, I take that back. I think there was one story that popped up and said the McRib is back. 
And I was like, oh, now this is a sign from God that times have changed. Things have shifted. The McRib is back at McDonald's. Things are looking. And then you realize it's only for a temporary time. And then that that sadness comes because you know the McRib is going to go away. But for the most part, all that we see is negative news because that's all the world wants to look at. And it's all the world wants us to see. And, And so I thought to myself, well, stop looking. Well, that's easy. Sure. Thanks for the advice. Well, when I stop looking, all I can do is hear. Have you listened to anything lately? As of last night, here are a few of the headlines at 7.30 p.m. New variant that may be in the U.S. already, Dr. Fauci says. Experts say this is the most important thing we need to know about the Omicron variant and then reads a list that's a mile long. No matter the U.S. vaccination rates, this virus knows no boundaries. That's just three. Within three minutes. All I did was just click on links of headline news. And that's just what it is. Everywhere that we listen. Everywhere that we hear. Everything. And that's just what happened last night at 7.30. There's so much that we hear. There's so much that we listen to. There's no wonder that we feel overwhelmed. We go home and we hear about the things that are happening in the schools. And we worry about the children. We worry about our grandchildren. We worry about those that are around us. Because there's something. There's an agenda. There's a God of this world. And everywhere that we look it seems that he's winning it seems that the agenda of this world is being pushed and it seems like everywhere that we look there's nothing the church can do about it and we're looking and we're feeling overwhelmed and that has nothing to do with what we're facing in our own lives that's just world problems What about my own personal problems? What about the things that I'm facing? What about my own family issues? There's there's no escaping because I've got everything that's going on around me. And then I've got the things that my family, I've got the things that are going on. I've got the things that, that I can't get away from. And this feeling is created. And this feeling of being overwhelmed. And I have to believe that this is where David was as he penned this psalm. Some historians believe that that he wrote it as he was being chased by Saul. Another's Others believe that, that, he was, that he was being chased and, and it was his own son Absalom as, as he was rebelling against his father. But the one thing that they agree is that David had been chased out of his home and he was in exile and he was away from everything. And David was at a place to where all he felt was overwhelmed. He was away from family. He was away from home. He was away from God. Verse 4 says, I will abide. Not I am abiding, but I will abide in your tabernacle forever. In other words, I'm not there. I can't even find the presence of God. I can't feel your presence anymore. And if he couldn't feel it, he couldn't hear it. There's something about where he's at. He looked at his situation and he said, I'm at the end of the earth. And I've never been driven this far before. 
It's in this moment. It's my own personal belief that not only was he overwhelmed by what he couldn't hear, but he was also overwhelmed by what he could hear of all those that were with him. And there was something on the inside that he had to say, I'm either going to live in my feeling or I'm going to operate in what I know. We've got to come to the place that we either live in what we feel or we operate in what we know. I don't know about you this morning, but I'm tired of living in what I feel. I'm ready to live in what I know. I'm ready to live in what I know. And what I know is that there are more for me than there are against me. I know in whom I have believed. May I submit to you this morning that we've been basing everything that we feel, see, and hear. That's what we have been basing our relationship with God on. All I feel is emptiness. All I see is this. All I hear is negative. And that's what we think is going on. But I hear something in the spirit that's saying if you will take your eyes off of what you see. If you will start to listen to what I am saying. And you will get your eyes upon me and get your ears upon me you will understand I am not working for right now only I'm working for down the road and if you'll put your faith and your trust in me you may feel something right now that feels overwhelmed but in the end you're coming out victorious in the end you're coming out on top in the end you're coming out more than a conqueror We've accepted the fact that we are indeed overwhelmed and even overpowered because that's how we feel. But may I say this, the devil is a liar for we walk by faith and not by by sight. David said, I know it looks like, but he said, I also know what it feels. And he said, I know what I feel, but then I know what I know. And so I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to pray to the God that has already provided, that has already delivered me from the hand of a lion from the hand of a Philistine from the hand of a bear I'm going to cry out to the one that has already done something for me and he says hear my cry oh God attend my prayer from the end of the earth I will cry to you when my heart is overwhelmed lead me to the rock that is higher than I for you have been a shelter for me a strong tower it shifted from him to him you have been a shelter for me I will abide in your tabernacle I will trust in the shelter of your wings for you oh God have heard my vow when our focus gets off of ourself and it gets on the one that can do something when our focus gets off of what we can feel and gets on the one that can actually make a difference I can't make a difference but he can I can't do anything about it but he can I can't change anything but he can and so I'm going to go to the one that can do something about it I can sit and have a pity party or I can say God I'm going to cry out to you because I may feel this way right now but I'm not staying here I've got a God that is forever on my side he said I know you've heard my vows in the beginning he wasn't even sure that God was even going to hear his prayer but in verse 5 he says I know that you have heard my vows we've been accepting what we feel and we've forgotten what we know 
And what I know is this morning, oh yeah, we are hard pressed on every side, but I'm not crushed. I may be perplexed, but I'm not in despair. Oh, sure, I'm persecuted, but I'm not forsaken. I'm struck down, but not destroyed. God is my refuge and strength. He is a very present help in time of trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, even though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried away into the midst of the sea. If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, let Israel now say, if it had not been... The Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us, they would have swallowed us alive when their wrath was kindled against us. When the waters would have overwhelmed us, when they would have overwhelmed us, the stream would have gone over our soul. Then the swollen waters would have gone over our soul. Blessed be the Lord who has not given us to the prey, to their teeth. Our soul has escaped as a bird from the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. That's what we know. We know that had it not been for the Lord who was on our side, I would have been swallowed up. I would have been overwhelmed. But I'm not in this by myself. I've got the Lord on my side. I'm not walking through this valley alone. I'm walking with Jesus. I'm not walking by myself. That's why I say I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not walking alone. Oh, you say, Brother Greg, you don't have to get all excited like that. Oh, sure I do. Oh, sure I do. Because if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, the devil would be standing over me right now and he'd be laughing and he'd be letting me know that there's no hope. He'd be standing over you. But oh, I can look back and I can say, hey, buddy, if it had not been for the Lord, that might be true. But God is on my side. He is rich in mercy and they are made new every day oh you may think I'm overwhelmed but I'm not because the Lord is on my side this world wants to swallow us alive but God says no the darkness wants to swallow me whole but God says no because in me there is no darkness And you're not walking by yourself. You know what's happening? Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. (laughs) All the days of my life. You know what? God's on my side, but so are goodness and mercy. They're walking right there with me. Oh, hey. Talked about it last week. There's a table that God has spread before me in the presence of all of my enemies. And whenever I'm hungry, whenever I'm weak, whenever I'm tired, whenever there's something I need, all I got to do is sit down at that table and I can look at all of my enemies and I can say, ah, I can sit here because the Lord is on my side. Wait a second, goodness and mercy. I've got to get a little bit of rest. What are you saying, Brother Greg? I'm saying I'm not basing where I'm at on my feelings. I'm basing it on what I know. And what I know is God is in control. 
God has the final say. The world can say what it wants, but God has the final say. The world can lay, can raise up who it wants, but God has the final say. He put them in place and he can take them down. He sets them up and he brings them down. Why? Because God has the final say. Oh, but Brother Greg, I feel, ah, feelings are real, feelings are strong. But feelings, despite what this world wants to tell you, do not trump facts. And facts are that had it not been for the Lord who was on our side, let Israel say, I can't help but imagine, as the writer is writing that, I can't help but imagine that he was more excited than I was. Because as I'm writing and typing all of this down, all I can see is that he's got it in his mind. And he's saying, oh, let, uh, let Israel say, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side. And then he just wants to get a little dance. And he wants to get a little bit, oh, a little bit of celebration. Why? Because if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, we would have been swallowed up. We would have been swallowed up a long time ago. But God is on our side. You want to know why I am like I am? Because I know that the Lord is on my side. I may feel weak in body, but the Lord is on my side. I may feel heavy in the spirit, but the Lord is on my side. I may be battling in the spirit, but the Lord is on my side. I may be looking, but the Lord is on my side. Can I tell you this? It doesn't matter the situation. It doesn't matter what the world is saying. God is on your side. We need to get we need to get that through our heads. We need to remember who our daddy is. And I know I talked about it, I think it was on a Wednesday night. I said something about the guys that says, You know who my daddy is. And I said, Don't do that. Well, in this case, I think we need to do it. See, the devil comes in like a flood. But the Spirit of the Lord raises up a standard against it. Because had it not been for the Lord who was on our side, all of those waves would have washed me out to sea. They would have destroyed me. I would have been washed away. You would have been destroyed. We would have never made it to this service. You would, uh, If the devil could have stopped you, he would have done it already. Don't worry about what the devil can do to you. If he could have done anything, he would have done it already. You've got a hedge about you. God is on your side. We need to remind him that I have the father that owns the cattle on a thousand hills. I've got the God that says all power in heaven and earth belong to me. You want to know who I am? Ask my father because I'm the apple of his eye. You want to know how much he loves me? He went all the way to Calvary and he gave me hope when he cast you out. He opened the gate and told me to come on in. That's who I am. That's what my daddy is. He loves me. 
My daddy loves me. I know we're hard pressed on every side, but I'm not, but we're not crushed. You're not crushed. It doesn't matter this morning. I'm here to encourage you, and I'm going to keep encouraging you because God is your refuge and strength. He is a very present help in your trouble. I'm going to say it until I can't say it anymore. God is your refuge and your strength. He is your very present help. In the middle of your trouble When it all gets down to it though You need to say it from the depths of your soul If it had not been for the Lord Who was on my side Can I put it like this If it had not been for the Lord who was on your side Your feelings would have been right But God is on your side If it had not been for the Lord who was on your side, what you see would have been right. But we walk by faith, not by sight. If it had not been. If it had. See, that just lets me know that the devil would like for us to forget. He wants us to forget that God really is on our side. He wants me to forget that my daddy calleth those things which are not as though they already were. And I know I said it last week, but it, it goes. It's good to be reminded. This is also what my daddy said. No weapon that is formed against you is going to prosper in every tongue that rises against you. And judgment shall be condemned. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. That's not what I say. That's not what the church says. That's not what a politician says. That's not what an organization says. That's what my daddy says that's what he says and he is on my side and yours saith the Lord if he had not been on my side do you know that's the same mistake that the enemy makes he goes off of what he sees Goliath sees David And he says, you're going to send a boy to run me home with a stick? That's what he sees. That's what what he sees. He sees a boy. You're going to send a lad to run me home with staves? Do you know who I am? It's the enemy. He's boisterous. Going off what he sees. But oh, I wish we could get a little bit of David on the inside of us that says, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to you in what I know. And what I know is the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defiled. I'm not coming into you in what I see. I'm not coming into you in what I feel. I'm coming into you in what I know. And I know that the name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous can run in and be safe. I know. I know. I know. 
the song says, whose report will you believe? And I know, but what if I believe the wrong report? And I've decided that I've, you know, just, I believe my feelings. That's all right. It's okay. Do you know that Elijah believed the wrong report? He was overwhelmed and he's in a cave and God sends an angel and says, what doest thou here, Elijah? Come on out. Come on out. Eat and go on your way. You're overwhelmed. It doesn't change. He got overwhelmed by what he heard. Hides in a cave. Oh, that's all right. Come on. Go your way. What about Peter? Peter, Jesus finds him naked or however you want to look up the translation. Some says lacking clothes. That's what they say it, it means nicer, lacking clothes. But basically he was without clothes on a boat fishing after he was overwhelmed by what he saw and what he heard himself say. He runs away from the crowd and he's out fishing. And the next thing we hear is Jesus asking him, do you love me? Feed my sheep. Do you love me, Peter? Feed my sheep. Peter, do you love me? Feed my sheep. The same Peter that Jesus looks at and says, oh, that's not your name anymore, but forever now your name is Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Him being overwhelmed at what he saw and what he heard didn't change the promise, because just a few short weeks later, it's Peter standing up on the day of Pentecost saying, these men are not drunk as ye suppose. It doesn't change the fact him being overwhelmed didn't change the promise and lay let me tell you this morning that what you feel has not changed what God has spoken over you what you have received has not diminished because of what you feel you say but I can't feel it anymore it's not about what you feel it's about what he has spoken and if he has spoken and if he has begun a good work in you he will finish it it will not it will not return void his word will not return it will not return unfinished his word will complete its work can you oh but brother Greg it's dead it's gone oh that's fine I didn't do that Elisha's dead and buried just some bones but that promise was so deep in him that when the dead man touched his bones That word means essence. The word was so deep in him that when it touched his essence that that man came back to life. May I tell you this morning that we serve a God of resurrections that no matter how long it's been and you feel that it's decaying, you feel that you have lost everything, if you will let it get down on the inside, God said it doesn't matter. It may have been three days. It may have been four days. There may be people telling you, surely it stinks by now. 
now. There may be people telling you there's nothing left of your dream. Oh, I'm not worried. It's still going to happen because God has promised it. Oh, it's still going to happen. Why? Because I know, I know I may have felt overwhelmed, but I know that I am not overwhelmed because had it not been for the Lord who was on my side. Can we all stand? What do you see this morning? What do you hear this morning? What do you feel? It's not about what you feel. And oh, don't get me wrong. I love it when it feels great. I love when I feel the overpowering presence of God and you can't help but but weep or dance or shout. I love when he just shows up and just we can't do anything but bask in his presence. I love when everything feels good. I love when we walk out of here on a high and everything is wonderful and we're on we're on cloud nine and the devil couldn't touch us and and like some of the old preachers say you want to storm you want to storm hell with a water pistol that that's how much confidence you have in what God has given you and I love when we feel that way but when we feel that way and then when we feel overwhelmed God is no different His power does not change because of how we feel. This morning I have come with no other purpose than to remind you that you may feel overwhelmed. But you're not. You may feel like it's out of control. And you know what? It may be out of your control. But it's not out of his. As I sat at the little desk that I use at home, looking out into our backyard last night, I love being able to say that. Took a year, but we're home. I got to look out in my backyard. As I'm sitting there, Brother Trammell, and I'm typing up this part, this song kept going through my mind. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. I can't always, I can't always get through it by myself. No matter how long we've been in it, there have been times that I've texted Brother Trammell and I was hoping for this, I'm sorry, but I was hoping for this wonderful word that you were just going to tell me everything's going to be great and everything, and he just told me they loved me, basically. That was great, but I wanted the heavens to open. But it was in that moment that I had to learn to trust God. 
And I look back now and I realize that that I love you is exactly what I needed. (laughs) Because I might have felt overwhelmed, but I wasn't. I wasn't because I had the body and the body said, I love you. You're not in this alone. I'm with you. I'm here. We may be four hours away. You may be, you may be standing in the driveway in Warrensburg, Missouri. But I want you to know that I love you. That's all that it mattered. The body was there. And as I sat at my desk, I was reminded of those moments. It may look like I'm surrounded, but had it not been for the Lord who was on my side. What are you doing, Brother Greg? Oh, I'm just remembering. I'm just remembering a little bit. I'm just remembering a little bit. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just going back to the well. And I'm going back to the well, and I'm drawing from the well of salvation. And I'm saying, had it not been for the Lord who was on my side. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just remembering. I'm going back to the altar, and I'm remembering. This is where I placed it on the altar. And this is where the fire fell. This is how I fight my something else going on but this is how I fight my battles I may be in the middle of a storm but that's alright I've been in the middle of a storm before and this is how I fight my battles I fight them on my knees I fight them with lifted hands this is how I fight this is how I fight Has he ever has he ever blessed you? Speak it out. Has he ever blessed you? Yes or no? Has he ever failed you? Come on, let hell hear you. Has he ever failed you? Has he ever touched your body? Will he touch you again? I walk by faith I walk by faith so what we're going to do is we have room and I want us to come up around this front and I want us to find a place and I'm going to make it easy for everybody so that not one person feels like oh hey they know that I feel overwhelmed because I've already said at the beginning you either have felt overwhelmed you feel overwhelmed or you will feel overwhelmed it's just how it works I want everyone to come and I want us to begin to remember the goodness of God see because what what started as a cry What started as a cry for David, what started in tears, what started in tears ended in a song that says, I will sing praise to your name forever. 
and because I am going to sing praise to your name forever I'm going to be able to do what I'm supposed to do in your presence I'm going to be able to do what I need to do why? because I'm not going to go off of what I feel I'm going to go off of what I know and what I know is that you have never failed me you have never forsaken me you have never left me alone you have never one time come on I want you to lift your hands right now lift your hands right now lift your hands right now in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus God I speak faith into this house God remind us you have never failed us you have never forsaken us we are not forsaken because we are not in this alone devil you're a liar and the father of all lies I come against every lie straight from the pits of hell I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ I come against every spirit of depression I come against every spirit of heaviness I come against everything that will come against our minds everything that will come against our homes everything that will battle against our families we are not overwhelmed we are not overcome we serve at all mighty God that is on our side would you let the Lord know that you believe he is on your side Good and faithful servant. 